I'll let you take point on this one. I I remember, I like uh, I watched it. You know, like less than twelve hours ago. So like I remember it. I just like to to put the conclusion first. Just I felt like it was just difficult to watch and nothing notable. Oh, it was extremely difficult to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I am, um, yeah. And, I like and that's Netflix the whole partied thing. it with a friend, and I felt so bad. For doing oh yeah, I mean, I don't. That I think that's part of the. It's like a, it's like a stinky cheese, you know, or it's, but, it's like a. But people like a stinky. I know, but cheese. I think this, this is unlikely. I think this is like developing. I think the first people, I think the first few people who ate stinky cheeses died, and then eventually <laughs> someone had a strong enough gut. That they or had they had a small enough piece that so they maybe maybe they only got sick, and then the Lindbergh baby. Yeah, what they were kidnapped. <laughs> In, okay, sure. Lindbergh cheese. Oh, okay, gotcha. The Manchego baby. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, and then I think their offspring, you know, eventually, like, you know, we're still we're we're fine with the cheese and could tolerate it, and then way later. And everyone's like, oh, this is actually kind of nice. And I think that's what these shows are going to be. I think. Yeah, like a like a Norwegian Christmas fish dinner. Yeah. And you're like, you're like uh, this is def- this is sturgeon eyeball. <laughs> and you and you say this is good, huh? OK. Like, no, we don't like it. <laughs> but our grandparents had to eat it during the yeah. war. This is this is elk eyeball. There's a there's at least four different type of eyeballs on this. There's some berries outside. We could do those. No, no, no. You see, you wear glasses. None of us wear glasses. It's because we eat the eyeballs. Well, they got me. Yeah. Also, none of us have had an eye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but who needs? We found all these eyeballs. They just, they didn't like get, they didn't like kill the elk. They just found the eyeballs loose. <laughs> <laughs> There was like a, there was like a, they were at the farmer's market and the guy, the farmer hadn't had an eye test either. So he thought they were berries. Oh, moved on from that. We're just going deeper down the, where where did he get the eye? Who had the initial eyeballs? (laughs) (laughs) You just added a link to the chain. So the initial eyeballs came from. Well, that's a theoretical, um, it's a, it's a speculative, you know, it's not ours to know. no, I know exactly where they came well, from. Well, the elk, obviously. They came from... Well, yeah, but they came from a person who was doing a Halloween, like, um, thing. And they were like, ooh. They, like, read online that sometimes people peel grapes yeah. and, like, use that as eyeballs. And they... But they, they like, clicked the link and they only... The page fucked up and they only got, like, bowl of eyeballs <laughs> and they didn't get the how to make it. <laughs> Kingsley, once again, you have just <laughs> added a link to the chain. So now you're saying there's like a distributor or like a manufacturer of raw eyeballs. I have to cut you off there because we have to do the episode. But I, I just, I, dude, this what, is way more interesting. I, I just have a feeling that you're, you're never gonna be like this guy killed the elk and then sold them to the guy who did the. I think we're never gonna get there. I think there's always just gonna be one further. St- you know, which is fun, which is maybe a whole episode, but time skip and the mystery of the the eyeballs. I don't know. 
What I do know is we have to talk about social distance. Mm. <laughs> Just a little bit of time. That's all it takes to bring your world together. Take a little bit of time. Welcome to Times. No, this is not Times. <sighs> Welcome to Say It. <clears throat> Say It. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Quarantine TV, the hot new show that's hitting your earwaves, uh, talking about the freshest, nasty, and capitalistic quarantine-related content coming down through the streaming pipeline. I'm Kingsley Noah. I'm joined by my co-host, Corey. Quarantine Reed. How you doing, Corey? <laughs> Look at that. It's, uh, it's, it's cute. I like it. Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, I, I hate it a little bit. <laughs> but I, you know, it was like a little, it was like a little jolt of uh, fun. Little guy, mm. and I like Try I like when you do fun. characters. I know you don't like to do them, and so when you take a swing, I'm like I'm into it. Well, I mean I am begrudgingly from the USA where characters are well. Oh, see that's the type of joke that would have been in the things we watched. Actually, that's a little too good. <laughs> mm, yeah, you. that's like a like a season five community joke. <laughs> Well, you know, I didn't get that far in community, so you can't say I plagiarized yeah. it. Um, so I will say right off right off the bat, uh, this one, this almost broke me. Uh, yeah what what was this that we watched? Oh, sorry, I wasn't sure if we. Uh, so what we watched today was a a show called Social Distant, and it's on Netflix, and it's an anthology series. It's like twelve episodes. A uh, litany of actors who you've seen in things. Uh, like one of the people was uh, Oscar from The Office. Another one was uh, Luke Cage. Or he played Luke Cage. Uh, Hannah's mom from Girls. Uh, you know, just mm. like everyone's fave actors. And they're all playing, you know, Americans. They're playing us. They're just playing people stuck in the house during COVID. Yeah. And it's by the creator of Orange is the New Black? Uh, by a writer. She was a writer. Oh, I yeah. see. No, that would have been wild. If, if she, this this would have been <laughs> like, wow, you were down bad. Um, you needed some money. Is the only way anyone could uh, justifiably say they did this, you know? Well, I mean, you know, a lot of people are down bad and a lot of people need the money. Kingsley, would you do a COVID show if uh I'm doing one right now oh. for free. <laughs> when you put it like that. that. <laughs> I I think Okay. Yeah, so anyway, th this this one uh like I said almost broke me. It really made me just like I, I thought it was just too strong right off the gate. Um, a hundred percent. Like I thought things were gonna be, and, and there's a lot of shows on our list, so I'm sure this will change. Because I mean, there's 
This is a Michael Bay action movie that we're going to watch. Um, but a lot of the shows take this like kind of verite, like French New Wave style, like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not live action, um, real time, like real time approach to like mm. conversation and daily activities. Uh, and they like only want to use like, oh, computer screens or cell phones or like. I mean, sometimes they'll just break into regular camera, but like it's mostly like, you know, what web, yeah, fake webcam, the highest quality webcam that ever exists. Yes, yeah, it's like a two K, but they like uh or like like not two, like like eight K or something, but they put like a weird filter on it to make it just look mm-hmm. I don't know grain. They put more grain in the image, so they're like, oh yeah, it's webcam. Um, kind of reminds me of it's a it's a reverse brats. Where, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. Instead of having like a moto flip camera that can shoot at 4K, it's a 4K camera that can pretend to be 720. Like a freaking remember that phone, the Razor. Yeah, yeah. What do you remember that phone, the most popular <laughs> okay, well, phone? But it was like from like uh <laughs> That they just did a remake of like two years. Wait, what? Ago. What do you mean they re- they remade the Razor? What are you? Are you in a rock right now? Do I? My sound sounds weird. They did. Or, no. no. <laughs> they they made that Razor like the new Razor with the folding screen. Is this a, like a Samsung phone? No, it's a Motorola Razor, but Samsung also did. Are you talking? You're not talking about the one that looks like an iPad that you can just fold in half. No, no, it's called the Razor. I just meant. Uh, no, this doesn't. I you. I don't think this is like as ubiquitous as you think it is. I mean, it, <laughs> you, it got you got like a little like know. uh one of those like Google RSS notifications like new Razor just dropped. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think you're going to feel real foolish once this drops. All right. Well, we'll see. You know, I would say vote, but there's there's no polls in quarantine TV. Uh, it's just yeah. us staring at the fire. Um, why did I say that? Oh, yeah. That, that, <laughs> I'm like, why do we talk about razors? Uh, yeah. So pretty much everything is through like a computer screen or like a cell phone or something like that. Um, but yeah. So episode one is about the guy who plays Luke Cage, Mike Coulter, the world's most wooden man. Um, when I saw mm. he was in the thumbnail, I was like, oh, boy, this is about to be a doozy. Dude, dudes, his <laughs> whole form of acting is just squinting. You could tell where he is emotionally by mm-hmm. how open his eyes are. Um, and they were often pretty closed in this yeah, one. He was not happy. Uh, Mike Coulter plays a... Guy who owned a barbershop that had it closed down, and he's also an alcoholic. Um, and he's like in love with his ex. A real fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's in love with his ex, and he like tries to like seek friendship by doing like a kind of like web content. <laughs> like he has like kind of a, a joke yeah. Instagram page that like slowly gains followers. Uh, it but. <laughs> So, like, yeah, the joke Instagram page was, like, he was taking photos with his houseplant to be, like, like with sunglasses on the pot. And just being, like, oh, you know, hanging out with Bay, mm-hmm. And then, but, like, 
I think one of my main issues with this show is how like grimly realistic it is. <laughs> and so like part of his like Instagram glow up, like the the oh, numbers he was yes. doing on his post, it okay. was like 33 likes. <laughs> I, I was like, oh man. I just feel like a too real of an element. Yeah, it, that's that's so true. There's n- there's not like enough TV in this. It's like almost like a documentary. Mm-hmm. Like it's like there's no like like there's like I think all the music might be diegetic if there is any. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like just nature. It sounds like the like the actors recorded themselves at their houses. You know everything feels yeah. like very like first take. Like. It, Truly, everything in this is first pass. It's like first pass dialogue, uh, like I said, first take. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no coverage. It's all just like them. It's like if you recorded your like, you know, like uh, FaceTime with a friend, and that and that that's just yeah. the footage in like real time. There's yeah. like no cuts around anything. Um, most of the time, people are just like sitting down. There was like one time where uh, his like AA. Uh, sponsor like has to go to a different mm-hmm. room and they like kind of make such a big fuss over it he's like making risotto and he, like there's a scene where he calls yeah. his son and he had to wait 30 fucking seconds for his son to walk over <laughs> <laughs> and he's like now don't you stop stirring that you hear and he's like this fake folksiness and he has to like get up and like walk out of it just it's it's like you're there with them in the most painful sense of anything yeah it's just like so gratuitous and unnecessary the the amount of reality yeah that they decided to imbue this with yes so okay uh let's let's talk about the the plot or like the let's, let's go through the story a little bit um mm-hmm. so you know it starts out you know speaking of painful you know well speaking of pain uh it starts out with him on a zoom call but it's an aa meeting and it's got like mm-hmm. 50 people in it and he's just like fucking <sighs> monologuing he's just like doing his like oh i'm cory reed and i'd like to read um spartacus's speech for my audition you know he's just going off waxing poetic about his barbershop and like covid stuff and all these people are like talking and like eating and doing various other things. Yeah, one guy was like doing his laundry. Yeah, every, everyone who's presumably in this. Oh, like, cause, okay, sorry. I'm, I'm just so zinged up because this was so bad and late night coffee. Um, as he's talking, the camera does its one kind of like artificial, you're watching a TV show move, and it slowly zooms in to his like uh, small like panel on the Zoom call. Have like you know the fifty people, and then he, like I said, he talks for like you know five minutes uninterrupted, and then everyone um, finally looks at him and acknowledges him, which really threw me off guard because, like you said, a guy's doing laundry, people are eating, people are talking and walking in and out of frame. So when they revealed that he was an alcoholic, mm-hmm. I was actually like, I mean, it seems obvious from you know having watched it, but I was kind of thrown off. Um, mm. Yeah, because I'm like. Yeah, I thought it was just a general quarantine support group until, yeah. like, a three-quarters of the way through. Yeah, he talks about, like, his 180 days since, I don't know, 
Jim Beam or something. Uh, another fun thing was uh, when he called, like a, a little bit later happens, like he just goes to his room and he talks to his sponsor and then eventually he calls one of his friends who's like, uh, like a customer of his from the barbershop and he's like telling him over the phone how to like cut his hair to this really shitty mohawk. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it also, I feel like that served no purpose except to say that he was doing it. Well, it served two I mean? purposes, Kingsley. It was to both, like, be like, uh, you know, isn't this like, hey, isn't this like a thing that you might have, have done, audience? Isn't this cute? Mm. Isn't this fun? And also uh, to talk about BLM stuff. <laughs> Oh right! Do you remember? Oh, right. <laughs> he's like, yeah. he's like, yeah, I can't even go to sleep because oh, of the no grim. knock warrants, and it's just like, yeah, I, like, mm. like guys, like, what? When was this gonna be like a fun, you know, thing to remember and think about? Like, like yeah, can we just have a break for a few minutes? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like the other show. Uh, it, like the, in the back of my head, I kept thinking like, like when. When, when, like, what group of peoples in what time is this for? Is this like year 3000, mm-hmm. like, period piece? Like, I mean, this is like my main, my main thought on the whole series, essentially, but like, it's too soon. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, not to, not to, like, uh, not to put my whole thing, not to front load my whole thing, but like, this is, a a series of vignettes of an ongoing emergency <laughs> in which the audience has to watch yeah, this like you very have to relive painful your trauma. methodical yeah like dramatic thing and then close their laptop and continue to experience yes. it like it's insane <laughs> okay just hold off right there like maybe 5 years from now <laughs> cuz i think we if we do that we'll just We'll just blow past episode two and the rest of this because this is one of the most like deeply cynical things I have just like mm-hmm. ever watched. Like this, like the disgust mm-hmm. for uh, mankind exhibited in this series is uh, it's pretty wild. Um, yeah. So uh, there's a Trump bleach joke in there, which is like, you know, once again, like, ah, yep, that happened. We all made those. Uh, we all made a, a bleach joke on a Zoom. Every single one God, of us. He, yeah. We're all complicit. Yeah. Um, there's a little bit where he like, uh, the tone changes and he's like cyber stalks his ex, like, ex-wife. Do you remember that? I, I feel like they were dating, but I'm not sure. It's unclear. Yeah. No, um, he goes through like every one of her posts and uh, like... He's like sitting in the dark, and then the music becomes like really sinister and heavy, and like, like it, it was really jarring because uh, most of the show has no music or like any anything that would hint at it being a television show. You know, mm-hmm. um, so I was like, this is like really hard to uh, to like root for this guy who who is just like even as an actor or just character, just like such a dud. And now he's like doing this weird. Well, I just, did you what? Like I feel like I just pity him. Like that's the whole yeah. the whole the only emotion I felt was like 
pity. I was like, oh, this guy's going through a hard time and he was like trying to get his life together. And then the pandemic hit. But also like everybody I talk to is experiencing that. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, a little bit, a little bit of extra mourning for Kingsley. You can just sprinkle that on top during his leisure time. <laughs> and you invited a friend to watch this, right? Yeah, I was I was doing a virtual watch along on Netflix party with a friend. And so like the whole time I felt guilty because I was like, oh, man, why am I making someone else experience? Yeah, this? I this is great. I pulled along Catherine because I was like, oh, yeah, this will be a blast. She's like enjoyed uh, Bratz and like, you know, even parts of Death of 2020 were both like kind of dunking on. But yeah, mm-hmm. we we eventually had to watch it in one point five speed just because uh like we we made it through episode one regular speed, um, but uh yeah two. Two was a uh, yeah. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. I okay, guess. so but yeah. Uh, so once we find out about him, like in his like wife or girlfriend or whatever, that's when you kind of like get the I guess the through line to the episode. I mean, besides like, you know, COVID and isolation or whatever. So then he makes the whole like joke Instagram account and like Kingsley said uh like his like his follower gains are like so realistic that it's like really hard to watch <laughs> like it's the uh inverse of the show called Emily in Paris did you ever watch any of that no but i did hear about it's it it's like it's it's truly like the negative of this show where it's like a woman who's like super optimistic super social like uh is trying your hardest to be connected to everything and then she she also makes an instagram account that are uh you know posts just like i guess equally as banal as this and uh within mm-hmm. like days she's like got like twenty thousand followers and like you know like people like she becomes like a lifestyle like blogger personality person uh like mm-hmm. instantly which i was like kind of hoping it would happen for the him but like i think max likes he got was like 83 or something yeah i was really hoping that like this instagram thing would be the thread that like takes this into some sort of um fantastical journey or something where he like becomes an influencer or anything positive or interesting happens in his life but no he um he just makes some like you know content with plants yeah online and it's not even like they really could have gotten wild with it and like oh maybe they'd become more Mm. decadent and interesting and like he's got like you know maybe the plant gets its own instagram page and like uh you know uh like a typical show would show like his ex like watching and be like oh i miss him and like you know it would like yeah he's so funny yeah why did we ever break up Maybe they would have a conversation, and it, I mean, it's presumably about his like alcoholism, and that's what made them break up. But like, that's never really like mm-hmm. you know addressed. Um, <laughs> oh, also, I think he may or may not have cheated on his ex with her friend mm. or something. Uh, unclear. It was implied. Yeah. See, he sucks. I mean, like he's not no, great, like, but like you know, I just like. He has like yeah. no redeeming life, qualities. Life is a bit of a bummer right now. <laughs> he has no redeeming qualities as a protagonist. He has he has, he has no definable traits. 
other than like really liking Muhammad Ali. And that's not even really delved into. He just has a poster. <laughs> he has a in his poster house. in like I think two different Muhammad Ali hoodies. It's just like I, I mm. think this guy likes Muhammad Ali because maybe because he doesn't give up or something. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Oh, symbolism. Yeah. You're really putting that degree. Thank to you. I, the medium is the message, Kingsley. <laughs> um, <laughs> so his rock bottom comes when a lady says like, uh, "Oh yeah, he gets cyberbullied. <laughs> he gets cyberbullied by three women. One is like, uh, this is weird, and or she she says something about like it being like weird, and the other one's like, yeah, he's gonna kill that plant like he does all his relationships." Just like out of nowhere. That's like such a wild take. Yeah. <laughs> like so specific and so uh, callous for a man who who only has 86 likes on this post. Like a stranger would <laughs> never say that. So it, it had to be someone he knew personally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that caused him to, uh, you know, hit. Oh, oh, oh wait. I think this happened before he took the pictures with the plants. He has an almost rock bottom where he's on this Chinese food delivery website. No, that happens after he gets. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> he's on. He, so he he gets cyberbullied. Then he goes on this Chinese food delivery website and tries to order like six hundred dollars worth of this. Uh, I guess alcoholic punch called. He tried to order fifty scorpion balls. Yes, yes. Which is? Could you? I mean, you know, splitting hairs maybe a little bit, or maybe this was just like a stupid mm -hmm. plot device. But can you order alcohol from a restaurant to go? It depends on where you live. Like a Chinese food restaurant feels kind of like... Yeah, I mean, like... I've never seen... I could order. Like a, a beverage that wasn't like a Coke or like a Fanta there. I mean... Like it depends like on the level I mean, we are splitting hairs, but if it was like a Chinese bar and grill or something, like sort of thing. Yeah, knowing this guy, like a downtown not, Manhattan place, I would feel like it was like the, uh, just like a regular, regular like down the street takeout sort of vibe. I mean, that's how much. I mean, he's his barbershop clothes. He should be. <laughs> oh, listen, from hey, the grocery you know, store. I'm just saying, you don't go to a place with scorpion bowls if you're uh, if you're running out of cash. Honestly, you know, mm. start an LLC. You know, that's what you should be doing if you're out of cash. <laughs> Defraud the government. <laughs> yeah. Start an LLC. Take, uh, get a small business loan for $5,000. It'll be low interest. Use a card to pay for stuff and then use that stuff to write off your taxes. Now you sell that stuff, you know, like, <laughs> like, like yeah. uh, basically like how to go to jail 101. <laughs> yeah. Rise and grind your way into a prison cell. That happened to a rapper my e um, recently. He like did something to get like uh like uh like one of those like business bailouts or whatever, and he got like several hundred thousand mm. dollars and he was just like describing oh, step no. by step how to like you know do that. Poor guy. Yeah. Fool. Yeah. He should have you know, yelled allegedly at the top. Yeah. That's how you get away with it. That's how it. you get away with it. Um yeah, so he doesn't. He realizes that it's six hundred dollars to order fifty scorpion. Where's where he even going to store fifty scorpion bowls? So he, he in his you know, stomach, he empties the car. He just buys egg rolls. What happens next? Well, he hits rock bottom for real. Like you think he's okay, and then he like wakes up the next morning after just you're like, oh, he decided not to drink, um, and then he wakes up the next morning to all these like texts. They're like, hey, are you okay? You know, we saw the video. 
and it's like this super cringy thing that kind of just looks like like content like he's trying to make like a sketch or something but he's eating a steak with yeah, his plant. Yeah, but it's like too earnest. Yeah, it's I honestly I don't know what separates that from like a sketch, you know? Like I well, mean, like, but I think there was like no jokes yeah i just meant like what of an unfunny guy well i think it is the he's eating steak with its plant and that's kind of funny and like the premise is a joke but yeah like it's like he's emoting too raw couldn't you see like a guy you know who thinks like a pal from like like a loose friend from college like uh doing like oh yeah i do sketches and like uh not really knowing how to act and just kind of doing a really dry delivery weird thing that's too close to home you know i mean i could see that but like i would uh, i would imagine because like in, in in the sketch he's like he brings out the steaks and he like um puts them down and he's very clearly drunk and then he's like t- he's like actually hashing out <laughs> his uh breakup with his old girlfriend and the video is like six yeah minutes it's super long. long and so like if, if I saw that, I'd be like, yo, I'm really I'm really worried about you, Luke Cage <laughs> actor. Like, uh, maybe I'll call you separately and I won't acknowledge this post publicly in yeah. any way. What about irony? Like, you know, this person also knows, you know, I, f- I feel like there's no irony. Well, not to that. him, but I'm I'm just still thinking about the like the guy who's a who does comedy. Our fake friend from college. Oh, well, I feel like. Well, I feel like our freak friend, like, I don't know, the way they frame this, it just seemed to, like, you know, like, I feel like if I was in that fake situation, there would be some sort of like, oh, he engages in irony all the time. Whereas this guy seemed relatively serious in every interaction he had the entire time. That's just bad acting. So. Yeah. It's great acting. It made me feel. It was so. Tired, it was so hard exhausted. to watch uh just because mm-hmm. like his his drunk acting is fairly terrible um and like his you know his his rock bottom only gets seen by like a hundred people i mean which is i guess if they're all calling you but it, like you know once again no he got like 160 calls yeah well like but like even like the views on the thing it was almost like a one for one it was almost like every person mm-hmm. who saw the thing called him anyway which is great engagement numbers. I, I guess, guess, yeah. No, you know what? For a new account, yeah. You know, at this point in the pandemic, mm-hmm. he's probably, what, 500? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watching them plant videos. Probably. Yeah, at least 500. And, like, if they're all willing to like, comment, and subscribe, you know, he, he, could, be, he could do yeah. all right. He might get a sponsor in, like, six months. Who do you think would sponsor him? Like a flat um, tummy tea sort of thing? Jim Bean, ironically. Oh. Or... Or like um like a like a fertilizer company or like a like a drop shipping succulents mm. service yeah. or something. One of those like green tea masks that pulls out blackheads. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that for him. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, he hits that kind of rock bottom, but is also like I suppose we're supposed to read the moment is like kind of mildly cathartic because he's like, oh, people do care it's yeah he's like laid bare yeah, it's kind of this like um i guess it's not ambiguous but it's like oh that's 
that's a really weird roundabout way to have someone care about him when like it, he could have had like one friend in the show call him or maybe you know you connect the thread and like his ex calls him and is like hey i hope you're doing okay or or anything mm-hmm. um because like they, they have this woman at the very beginning who they I thought they were kind of setting up to be somewhat of a love interest because after he delivers his whole monologue, she's like, does anyone else need a, like a towel to cry, oh, fucking wipe up your tears or whatever she said? She said something really stupid like that. She was like the leader of the meeting. I, I thought, thought the I thought his the white guy's sponsor was the leader of the meeting. I thought she was just no, like I think moderating. Just, I thought they well, yeah, she's the moderator yeah. and he's just like he's his sponsor and his friend. Well, I. <laughs> I don't know how AA works, but I yeah she she had the most like uh, emotional output of this whole first episode of anyone, and I thought they were like setting her up I, as like a recurring uh person for him. Just to, I don't know. No, no, there's you're asking. Too I much. I am asking too much. Um, yeah. And it just like it ends and he goes to another AA meeting and then it just cuts the credits. And that's that's it. That's when I realized it was an anthology. It was like, oh, well, what happens to him next? And it's like, no, he just lives a grim life until he <laughs> dies. Probably. Who knows? <laughs> he goes back and orders all those scorpion bowls. Damn. Yeah. To finish the fight. I do kind of want to try a scorpion bowl. I wonder what's in it. Hi, balls. Can this be a can this be a scorpion bull podcast and i don't know what that means we'll have to find out along the way okay i felt like the next episode was a psyop i felt i feel like this whole thing <laughs> might be a psyop uh show your work on this one so this next one is like about like a a family who has to like have a zoom funeral for their dad um a grim, grim, <laughs> grim premise. Yeah, the first episode, we have an alcoholic, you know, black a business owner who loses his business and hits rock bottom. And, uh, you know, just a family mourning and the loss of the their whole dad. Story. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, they have a Zoom funeral. <laughs> and, like, it even opens up. And the guy who's trying to organize the funeral is a divorced dad and yes. who lives separately from his kids yep. and his wife will not even no. yes. hop in on the zoom call for his father. <laughs> it's like, there's, uh, there's some subtext here, uh, which leads to <laughs> one of my final things uh, about. Yeah. Anyway, his life is already pretty grim. I will say he is uh, a little bit happier and more like well-managed um, than Mike Coulter's character from the last bit. But he, I will say, in real life, he's literally reading off like a teleprompter. Like those first initial line reads mm. are so like, "Hey girls, um, not no um, but like, hey girls, go put your mom mm. on the phone." What do you mean? Mm. Como say D say she won't call me back. Call us la fecha de hoy. We're having for dinner. <laughs> the spanglish in this episode is abysmal it's like google translate spanglish ideas mio <laughs> yeah yeah it's 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 spanglish for the the writer 
wrote it so that if you took Spanish in the ninth grade, you you're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, still. yeah. Stupido means stupid. <laughs> yeah. And no, this one was like more uh, aesthetically pleasing. Like the, it looked like they actually mm-hmm. had like a little bit more money for production design. Like he had a house that had like way too many like tchotchkes and like fake Buddhist things and the uh, pictures on the wall mm-hmm. and like a. Well, you have room for all that stuff if you don't have to house your kids anymore. <laughs> I mean, I don't think kids. <laughs> they, it's like a like an RPG, but there's like a build limit. So like, the more your kid weighs, the less things you can have on your wall. <laughs> like the less. <laughs> That's how it worked for m- my family. You know, every time I would like, you know, gain a little bit of weight, my parents would take <laughs> one thing off the wall. That's so that's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> like oh yeah. sorry Kingsley needs a new pant size we gotta we gotta take away this uh picture of him and grandpa <laughs> smiling that's the last picture of grandpa I know but the boy won't stop growing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you feeding just regular food <laughs> <laughs> um let's see okay the things they mentioned in this one that were like haha you know that you that you know that happened to us that's real life the audiences will uh love this audiences love it when you make them relive a thing they hate we should try to come up with like a term for that because i feel like i mean i feel like that's going to be like one of the main recurring things like like Mm. uh yeah let's let's try to come up with a term at some point but like they mentioned um, like a like a dread watch or um yeah well, like maybe we'll, we'll do like a counter in the future. How many times they mentioned something like, uh, like in this one, the NBA had just shut down. Right. And that was one of the things. And they also, Oh, in the previous one, the MLB had set, shut down. So BLM <laughs> or no, like BLM or, or we said MLB, like, Oh, baseball had just shut down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The guy was like, Oh, you, you're never bothering me because baseball yeah. is not on. Yeah. Oh, 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 dude, I totally forgot to mention. Oh, wait, rewind. Do you remember the friend who was like a, like a, like a. Oh, the alcoholic yes. friend who had the bad relationship with his. The, yeah, the one who's uh, like a bro. His girlfriend and her Yeah, kid. the one who's like a college yeah. bro, but he's played by like a dude in his like 50s with like a basket, like a backwards hat. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot about that. I, that guy was great. He was uh, an unconventional, like that choice that, that was like obviously written for like, like a young white man. This was like, this was like <laughs> taken out of like an 80s college playbook, like for like a young partying white guy. And it was like a, mm-hmm. like a late 40s Indian man. And I love it. <laughs> He's like, dude, bro, we didn't see you at Lax. He's like, bro, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm shacking up with this chick and she's got this like kid and anyway i'm drinking yeah. and she wants me to stop drinking and but it's the only thing that's stopping me from like wanting to kill her kid so like <laughs> he's like tell that story about how you almost had sex with someone's grandma yeah oh my god <laughs> what a grim program. oh okay okay so uh i can't believe we went past that okay uh let's see this one kind of just like breezes through it's uh it's less like time passing it's pretty much just like i mean it's straight up real time just like a conversation with this family 
uh and then mm-hmm. they have the 15 minute funeral. god yeah like like really though like they don't say anything about their dad um but their dad's like secret lover did he he does this like very like stirring eulogy uh after being on mute for the whole like zoom call yes ha 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 the, this is like the closest well this this episode had like three things that could be considered yes. jokes and one of them was that like an old man was on mute for most yeah. of it yeah this one actually tried to it's like they remembered they were a tv show they're like oh like we can kind of be like a little funny or so like you know they like try i think there's like a little bit of music in this one too like it felt more like watching mm-hmm. like a like a, this could be like a COVID episode of like I don't know, Chuck on NBC. A different show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, like, yeah, the only one who says anything sincere about the dad who just died was, like, his uh, his lover. And, like, there was this whole big stink about whether they should, like, I guess, like, what, acknowledge it when they all knew and none of them cared. And it was, like, mm-hmm. it was this thing where, like, the sister didn't necessarily want to acknowledge it, but they didn't really say, like, how or, like, why. Like, it was like they were trying to keep it a secret from, like, their mom who wasn't there for some reason also. The the mom was dead, I think. Was she? That that would make sense yeah, why she wasn't there. Yeah, because they were like, there. let's remember. Yeah, they were saying, like, let's remember him as mom would have wanted us to remember okay him. but it's like so i assumed that she was also but dead. it's like to and that's what why uh, the uncle could be out it's like like to what end did they even do that that was such a weird like i mean i get the like revealed but it's like a non-reveal because no one ends up caring and it's like it's like this man had like no friends in life he just had his three kids and his like mm-hmm. you know grandchildren and like that was it so it's like if they all knew and we're fine. Uh, I don't know. It was like an unnecessary like bit of drama. It's like they're like shit. Yeah. Like I don't want to have to write four eulogies. Uh, how do I? How do I? Like I need some meat for this episode. Any ideas, anyone? You know. Let's take a step back. So the oldest son, um, Oscar from the Office, mm-hmm. he set up this Zoom funeral. And he's talking to his his uh, estranged daughters, and then they they're like, "Okay, the funeral's about to start," and then they start playing the recorder. Yes, this never comes up. <laughs> um, and then his sister and her husband, who never says oh, one, he says word, one word at the very her, end. Oh, yeah, he, he says like, oh. he says some kind of like, uh, it was like a mic drop kind of like, oh. yeah, kind of. We'll get to it, I guess, yeah. at the end. Um, and then her really shitty yeah. teenage son, who's like making like your dad's dead joke. <laughs> he made a your stuff. dad's dead joke, and he also made a like you do cocaine joke to his like cousins. He said, he's, "Yeah, his like little tween." You know cousins. who you reminded me of? You remind yeah. me of the like the brother in uh, Bratz. Oh yeah, kind of yeah, like that same guy. vibe for sure. Yeah. Um, and so the brother and sister are arguing about like the size of the funeral and like also that it is on Zoom and like what's the point of having a Zoom funeral? Yeah. Um, which is, you know, I mean, it's awkward, 
and probably too little too late considering there's a funeral ongoing <laughs> but um yeah. you know the, um and then i think so the dad's remains are at um a funeral mm-hmm. hall and then the the guy who's working at the funeral hall says something on the call yeah, he like pops to help in periodically them with the logistics of the call yeah and she gets mad he's like oh so you're going to invite i think his name is dean and they're like you're going to invite dean but not dad's secretary and it's like well dean works at the funeral mm-hmm. like i he's not invited he's like a facilitator of the funeral i don't know why you're <laughs> mad about it <laughs> yeah the sister really only existed to like i guess i guess promote conflicts uh, to so to so discord yeah, she's just an antagonist yeah she's just like had every issue imaginable uh yeah they didn't want her she didn't want her other younger brother to be on the funeral call for some reason because he was late yeah his bit. whole thing is like he's like a, a like a chef who lives in the city or like i guess he's not a chef is he a chef i think he's a chef I think he's, he's a like chef. a chef who lives in the city who's like laid back. And he's like the cool uncle who's like mm-hmm. makes jokes and is like real chill. Yeah, he's like if like if Daniel Tosh was your uncle Ooh. or something. Ooh. Yeah, I didn't like that. <laughs> but also he could speak Spanish. Oh, I, I, but only sometimes. Yeah, that kind of sounds like regular Daniel Tosh. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and so he's like. He's like so laid back that everyone hates him. He's wearing gym shorts under his like um, funeral attire because you got to get that Zoom joke in there mm-hmm. somehow. We should start a counter on how many people aren't wearing pants and that's the whole Well, joke. it'd be two at this point. There was that whole pants thing from mm-hmm. uh, Yearly Departed. So I'll, you know, keep that in mind. So he comes in, the, the, the guy they referred to as uncle yeah. the whole time. He comes in, but he's on mute. And then they just like argue for like 10 minutes. And it's like the whole vibe is like if you've ever been at a friend's house for a sleepover when you were a kid and like their parents start arguing (laughs) and you're like, oh, do I have to be in the room for this? Like, it feels like I shouldn't be in the room. Yeah. Your friend went to go use the bathroom and his parents are just like in the kitchen and you're in the living room watching a TV show, but they're like loud enough that you can, you know, make out what they're saying. And they're like walking around and like putting down glasses very hard. And you're like, oh, I sure mm-hmm. do wish I was outside right now, but I don't I can't I can't move. I'm paralyzed by fear. Yeah. You're like, I, I want to play outside, but it's dark yeah. and, there, you know, there's nothing we could do. So we're just going to have to. I have to, you know, wait until one of them comes in the room and then that maybe my presence will stop them from arguing. <laughs> but it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> I think yeah. this type of thing can work. I mean, like, I love, you know, it's a fun genre. The whole you like peep show or whatever. Oh, no, not the talking heads thing. I meant like the familial drama, like, oh, we're airing out the secrets. We're telling beef from like years past. You always did this. You, you know, like that's a fun like mm-hmm. uh trope you know it's a fun playground to like you know be in but uh yeah mm. i guess i guess part of it that works is um you know the actors get to play off of each other but like when you're just fucking you never loved me sister to like a camera that you have to just like you know look down the barrel of for like you know yeah. however long what a pain you know yeah 
You're just doing line reads in isolation. Yeah, I wonder if they did like self tapes. It sounds awful. You know, like I wonder if they're just like, hey, I think can you just like get a bud to do this? Like, hear your lines, just send them back. We'll we'll make it work. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I really do wonder about the process of this because, like, I don't think because the it was like at least edited in a way where nobody was doing any of the like telltale like oh we are making this on Zoom things where they'd be like oh. No, go ahead. You go. Mm-hmm. Wait, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt kind of thing. But like, I feel like you would have to at least read the lines with yeah. someone. Yeah, right? I mean, like it wasn't like it wasn't done so poorly that I felt like when I was watching it that they weren't talking to one yeah. another. I do. F- Which points. To well, I do that. feel like Oscar, though, and I think his actual name in, in real life is also Oscar. Um, but I do feel like at the mm. top, like you can even kind of see in his eyes, like I feel like he's just doing like straight like teleprompter stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but regardless, they like Kings said, they just argue for like 10 minutes and then Oscar's character jumps in and he's like, guys, stop arguing. And then they start arguing about him being mad that they're arguing. Um, mm-hmm. They're like, oh, because he's like trying to do this thing where presumably he's trying to better himself because he's had anger issues in the past so he's like turned to buddhism mm-hmm. and, and like, like serenity and meditation yeah. and they're clowning him for it and then it makes him really mad and he punches a wall and you're like oh that's why he's divorced <laughs> um, yeah there's always some undercurrent of really horrible but more interesting material there you know mm-hmm. yeah he like throws something it's uh, it's really weird because yeah. the whole thing has been like slightly more comedic than the last one, and but like still relatively like, I don't know. I mean, it's flat. All of it's flat. I mean, the sisters kind of like got like a soap opera style delivery, but yeah, the mm-hmm. whole thing is like, yeah, it's a big bummer. And then they get Zoom bombed. Yes, the- which is something I only heard about like on the internet and have never experienced or seen anyone experience. Have you ever been no, but I mean, sounds horrifying. Yeah, so a bunch of people came onto the Zoom and did like party rock is in the house. Yeah, it was like they were like Like, wearing neon clothes and like twerking. Yeah, yeah, which I mean, I guess is a type of hobby to like (laughs) Like, (laughs) ruin people's funerals yeah i mean i did like that scene initially just because like i was like oh that's kind of like yeah i forgot that happened and like that's kind of a jolt just to like have something to cut to and besides them sitting down but then like the cuts between Mm -hmm. like it was like cutting between that screen and like uh and the people being like oh no turn it off and like just like all the family reacting Mm -hmm. it was doing that in such a like disorienting way that i was like i had to close my eyes for a little bit because it actually hurt to watch <laughs> uh like yeah there's a lot to take in mm. and then dean makes the uh, only other joke where he's like you should have paid for the gold password or, or gold package so you get a password protection great funny funny joke once they leave once the funeral is over after after three minutes of actual eulogizing their father <laughs> and 30 minutes of arguing, uh, they all turn off their cameras and uh, the funeral director just swaps out their dad's like photo for like another person. So it's like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, his, his ashes are probably, you know, who knows where maybe they're just threw them out. <laughs> I yeah. How bleak this is. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then we just cut to credits. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's pretty much what I mean. Do you want to talk about the like the other guy and like I mean, th- there's not really like a lot of meat left on that one. Yeah, I feel like we we already like kind of he's just said some sweet, genuine things like, oh, yeah, it was nice to watch you growing up and your father loved yeah. you. Um, Let's meet up when the virus is over. Yeah. It felt like a, like an, like a last ditch effort to make us care about the characters. You know, when like mm-hmm. two people are like, like in order to like show that some characters brave, they'll be like, remember that time you saved me from, uh, I, dr- I almost drowned and you jumped in the water and saved me and you were so brave then. And I, yeah. and everyone loved you. Why, you know, <laughs> And now that's been established, yeah. so we can tell that you're not doing well yeah, anymore. We were just at the pool, and you're afraid of water. You know, it's like that type of thing. It, <laughs> but it was like, oh, and like you, son, who has a vest and doesn't wear a suit, you were always so funny and adventurous. And you, uh, sister, you always cared the most about the little things. And Buddhist guy, you were always the most centered or something. I don't know. Like, yeah. stuff like that. And it's like, at least it felt like they... The the trimeter went up at least ten percent in this episode, which is mm-hmm. all, which is a heck and of I a mean, lot considering. I mean, it's the difference between a A and a B. Yeah, you know? that's true. This but, is more like a or D really and in F. this one, it's more the difference between a like a yeah a D yeah. and an F. <laughs> so uh, let's break into some final thoughts on these on these shows, and uh, I guess. I, I guess the future of uh, social distance. We might revisit weeks from now, months from now, but I, I don't know. We'll see. This show has really put in perspective. It's really, it's been a come to, it's been a reckoning moment. <laughs> come to Jesus? For me. On, yeah, come to Jesus moment on the idea of us doing quarantine TV conceptually. In that, watching this, felt like this is the work of a grim vulture (laughs) who's doing too much too soon and to eat off of the bones of this program (laughs) is this another grim act on top of a grim act are we double grim in Mm. here because like man it's too much too soon like i feel like maybe um my friend who i was watching with this with she said that like Maybe in two years the show could have come out and it would have been like something. And like, I agree 100%. Like, this is like, this is too soon. Like, you can't just like watch a man descend into madness (laughs) and isolation on like, on like the platforms that you use to communicate because of the ongoing pandemic. And then like, what are you supposed to do? Just close your laptop and sigh? And then, like, go make, like, the same meal you've been making in your kitchen and then sit quietly by yourself for the rest of the evening? Like, what yeah. is this? And then, who is this for? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, like, anybody who's not immediately overcome by despair when watching this <laughs> is probably a person who's not, like, social distancing at all. And it's yeah. just, like, watching this and then they're like, dang, I'm glad I'm not living That's like that. And then they, like, point. you know yelling a walmart yeah no that's actually a really good point that like the only person who could like 
possibly i guess for, for the first two i don't know it remains to be seen if any mm. are better than this uh but i do mm-hmm. think yeah it ha- almost has to be a person who is disconnected from the thing like either mm-hmm. you know like by time or like spatially you know like countries who got over this yeah i guess if you, quicker you know yeah if you lived in new zealand or something maybe this would be like whoo you know yo look at that that's grim but like uh or or like someone who just like was not participating in like just like whose whose re- regular life was only interrupted in the way that like they couldn't go to like chilies or something but like they're still like getting up mm-hmm. for like parties or uh you know whatever like doing all the activities but yeah like for, mm-hmm. but presumably, and for most people, the like I guess the audience that is marketed to, like, it's it's just like such an insane prospect to think that someone could like yeah. find any kind of like humanity or catharsis in like you know mm. like just watching a thing about like a family and the funeral is like like that's just like a tough subject matter in and of itself. But to have like this right added layer of like uh like because you know you maybe some people i know some people who have never been to a funeral but like even Mm -hmm. just by the fact that like you have suffered for like a covid inconvenience puts you closer to the material than like anything even if you've never been to a funeral or or, like this specific thing hasn't happened to you like something in your life has been canceled or put on hold because of this uh Right. Like like the moments of catharsis in the second one only come from like a genuine human moment of like the lover and they have nothing Mm -hmm. to do with like addressing the the crisis or anything, which is fine. But like in in the first one. Yeah. But he could have given that in a real funeral. Well, yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Well, yes. So you're on the sister side then. I'm just messing. No, I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like you were saying, it has nothing to do with. Yeah, COVID. it has nothing to do with COVID. Uh, so it's like begs the question: Why even make the thing? In the second one, okay, you're like, I'm sorry, the first one where it's like, okay, this guy craves connection, and like his only connection came from like a rock bottom and him like embarrassing himself, and not like a friend seeing the signs or like. Or just like just but, checking on him regularly, like there was no like, like it mm. wasn't a good thing that, you know what I mean? Like it, like the catharsis wasn't good, it was uh just pain. But, but that's the thing is that like it wasn't even like I didn't even feel there was a catharsis because he like hit rock bottom and the person like a lot of the notifications he got were the people saying like oof yeesh somebody come get this dude <laughs> and then the person who called him was. The guy he talked to yeah. earlier, his sponsor. Yeah. So it was like already the Who's guy that to you him. know he was. Yeah. And so it's just like, oh, well, you know, he's right back where he started, except he publicly hit rock yeah. bottom. And I, I guess I only use catharsis in the sense of like, that's what it that's what it's supposed to be. I mean, like it's supposed mm-hmm. to be like a I don't know, like. I I'd say it has to be a relief moment, like not in the sense that like that is what it was, but like in a narrative sense, because it's like the truly mm-hmm. beyond everything. What was the point of this? 
<laughs> like if there's it's just if it was just to like oh, okay sorry i i have to charge my computer sorry it's got like five percent mm, go, 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 go. sorry go 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 no offense but that was probably the worst time to charge no I, I you know we'll, we'll get the juice i remember where it's we okay left, it has to yeah it has to it had to be yeah. done no so like i said like what is the point because like i think I think that one in particular is one of the most heinous things ever created. Like, 100%. I think this is social distance on Netflix is like one of the most like grim and like <laughs> sinister and like cynical things. And it's such a like I said it was episode two kind of gave me psyop vibes because there was this moment mm-hmm. where the brother, the younger brother and the sister were arguing and like. Uh, Oscar, he said something along the lines of like, almost like be grateful or like enough of this like distractions. And they're both bringing up very valid mm-hmm. points. And there's something about the vibe of like him calling it like a distraction. It was just like, like people, mm-hmm. there's like a, an idea of like, <laughs> it's almost like wanting a thing is like bad for you in this world. It's like telling you to like, yeah, like all the characters have to kind of they they have desires and wants and needs, be it like family or connection, bonds, uh, love. And they're like base level needs. It's not like they're like, I want to. Yeah. yeah, it's like, no, I just want to be a part of a community that. Loves and, me. and they're all kind of beaten down and they all kind of fail. Like the family, like the, the whole like thing about the distance funeral, whatever, completely got sidetracked and derailed by this like B plot. And like they were told of this like. Mm-hmm. By, you know, Oscar, like, stop with the distractions, aka wanting more. And then the first one, like, he has no victory at all. Like, he only fails and mm-hmm. gets darker and darker. And there was no, there was truly no light at the end of the tunnel for that character. Uh, yeah, the the only thing that, the closest thing we had to a light at the end was that he continued to go to AA. Which was, like, never something and, like, that, was that like... It seemed like like it was never something that he would like. It was implied that he would stop doing, like. Yeah, he seemed to enjoy it, like, and feel like an immense benefit from it the entire yeah. time. The the one time there was any kind of like drop off was like uh, <laughs> because he's an asshole. Uh, was when this lady was like delivering her story, and he just oh, like yeah. was like eat. <laughs> it was just eating the Chinese food in the middle of it, just like very like like you know not caring and then he just jumped off of her thing which was like man well i mean that was the style like, what it did. uh yeah but besides that like yeah there was no i don't know there was no catharsis yeah there's no catharsis it's just like like it would be like watching a movie about a tsunami while you're in yeah. the wave <laughs> That's really like you're just like on your phone in the ocean, like man, yeah, that's a terrifying force. It's just like if someone made a TikTok during 9 11, like (laughs) you're like running, like like the planes just crash, and like only one of them is crashed, or maybe they just made like a gif of the planes crashing, and it's just fucking blowing up, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like if someone did that. Or like you know maybe that TikTok came out like the day afterward, 
Yeah, like nine twelve. Like I run, or it's like you know when the um capital was invaded. <laughs> yes, the siege and, like, of DC. That, yeah, and that that day there was like so many memes. Yeah, coming dude. Out. Like even memes. The, like the 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 meta and the layers of irony. Even the memes talking about on Instagram. There's gonna be like this type of post and like this type of meme is going to come out like memes referencing mm-hmm. future memes, you know? Yeah. Just, just too many layers, but even that has more yeah. like value to a There's society like- because it, it implies a, a, a truth, a, a belief in like, it, it doesn't lie to your face. It doesn't give you the, the patina mm-hmm. or the, 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 the cowl, you know, it's not draping itself in sincerity like a show like this does. This show, uh, the pretense yeah. is like, this is going to make you feel better because you're going to see something. It, it's going to reflect your life back at you and make you know, like the, the, the right version, the, the correct version of this is like, I reflect your life back at you and I affirm you so you can keep going. But this just reflects our yeah. misery back at us. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> Like, there, like if there was, like, a, oh, if there was even an undercurrent of, like, you know, this is terrible, mm-hmm. but at least we're all in this together, and this yeah. is keeping us safe, then you, there could be, like, a like a message to it. But it's just, like, no, this is terrible, and we're all sad because of it. <laughs> Cut to credit. That's it. Like, just, like, yeah. it just, it didn't want, it didn't know it was a TV show. It just, like, it was the least TV show thing I've ever seen. Like, I, I know there's, like, a... So people talk about like sometimes movies feeling more like TV shows because like 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 I'll use like a Marvel movie like uh because it's almost like uh setting up another thing or like it's like scope yeah. and viewpoint is really small like in terms of like what they do rather than like movies kind of have like an an innate like largeness to them and like ambition but and so you know mm-hmm. Or like a TV movie because of budgetary things kind of has like a like a more right like a, the pacing or whatever. But I've never seen a TV show mm-hmm. that was not a TV show. Like a TV show that mm-hmm. was like further. That was more like a like a, a like an Instagram graphic like, or something. It was like a it was like a, one of those readable you know Instagram like multi page like how to be an anti racist sort of thing. Except yeah. it was like it was like quarantine bingo was turned into like a TV show or something. I feel like this is like um this is like a, a thing that you would want to see. You would like take your kid when they're like fifteen to a museum. Mm-hmm. And this would be like they would have like a, a like a room that just plays these uh. on a loop and it'd be like Oh, yes, this is what 2020 into 2021 was like. These are like the visceral stories. Like, this is like, watch, this is like a, a bunch of short films in like a film yeah. festival about like how traumatic the. Yeah, year it was, was like people were paid to record but themselves like, in like, I guess, yeah. You know, oh, show yours. And like, Amazon Cares uh, will pay young mm-hmm. filmmakers $5,000 uh, grand prize to. Yeah. <laughs> to make a film of themselves <laughs> and their family during this trying time, you know, like it, it yeah. has like that kind of vibe, you know, mm-hmm. lay everything you have to bear 
and for the chance to win five thousand dollars <laughs> and to have your name read by a guy who may give you a job in three sponsored years. by google play and the <laughs> app store <laughs> yeah yeah buy some apps yeah. Second place runner-up gets um five hundred dollar credit to the Google. Third place, place store. gets a three month subscription to Audible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't click out of it, you will get paid for those three months on the fourth yeah, month. You still have yeah, you, and ten percent of it. They use Jeff Bezos's promo <laughs> code, so he gets ten percent. Hot dang. Um, so Kingsley, yeah. just rounding down to answer your question. I do see, I I had the same thought because like truly the first episode was so hard to watch, uh, just mm-hmm. just for multiple reasons. But I really did write the thing like, oh this, this almost broke me. This maybe question, <laughs> not, I you know I have not necessarily the purpose of quarantine TV, but just like whether I had the mental faculties to like continue. Like I thought it was going to be a slow kind of decline, but I didn't think we'd, you know, to use a jujitsu Kaisen thing, you know, and then I'll use one for people who aren't anime nerds. This, this felt like, (laughs) this felt like we're just like doing training and then we hit a special grade. This, this is our fucking Zabuza. Mm -hmm. We literally, I just got shadow clone jutsu and the first one is like, an S rank guy and the guy who has a Keke Genkai. Okay, so for people who aren't anime this is nerds, the second one that you're doing I had to, okay, I was doing a different one for people who hadn't seen Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> this is like if you just picked up a basketball and then Michael Jordan was like outside your house harassing you to play a horse with him. It, you know, mm-hmm. which he would, would because he just has to be the best, you know. And and so I was just like, damn, I I don't know if I can handle this. Like I was just like so heavy with like you know just the real time aspect of it made me feel like I was insane. Mm-hmm. Like you never realize how yeah. like uh I don't know how much life sucks until you just have to watch other people. <laughs> until you just have to watch someone, you know scroll on like like read fucking emails and like go through his text and like think about calling someone but then decide not to call them and then try call and then yeah. hang up it's just like just like the minutia of like a thought going through it just was killing me um yeah you're just like watching a man be yeah it, it was like a you know like a, like an art piece or something but so I, you know, I did, you know, kind of question that when we have joked with like a big running question is like, who is this for? Uh, and then we, you know, we always make the the low hanging fruit joke of like, well, who is quarantine TV for? I think, I think by I think quarantine TV, all jokes aside, and you know, breaking character is not as uh, cynical as, as this is. This is not as evil. It is on the darker spectrum. It is a, you know. It is lighter evil, uh, but that's just because of its proximity to greater evil. Um, you know, we have mm-hmm. to like kind of. We're on the Amazon affiliates. Program. Yeah, we're we're sponsored by it. You know, we're we're like. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I was gonna make another one, um, but I, uh, I'll get lost in the sauce. It's we're 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 Twitch partners. We're Twitch partners, but we have to sell 
we have to sell something we don't like. We have to sell like uh Come on. Here it comes. Like your signature. Like move. sleeping bags, but it it they're like they're like bespoke. Uh. <laughs> but it turns out they were made by like migrant children. Mm. But they're paid a wage? <laughs> That's why I didn't want to do it. But the <laughs> I didn't have a really good well, one. You know. So I was gonna keep talking about the and show. This, this is this is the visceral feeling of watching social distance on Netflix. Watch a man not have confidence in a joke that he himself set up and then go through several revisions in real, in real time. time. And then what ultimately comes out is not worth it. But I, I think <laughs> I think quarantine TV is worth it. Because I I don't know. I feel like it's kind of special in a way. I feel like the the craven action, the attempt has to kind of be memorialized or noticed or like raise awareness mm. of like this is just going on. <laughs> we have to raise awareness. Not enough. They can't keep getting away That's, with yeah, this. The Jesse Pinkman. <laughs> you can't keep getting away with this. He can't keep getting away with it. Yeah, I, not enough of y'all are talking about, you know, these like opportunistic cash grabs, COVID shows for me. And that, you know, we need to talk about that, you know? Yeah. Listen to our opportunistic non-cash grabbing version for free. It's not really, uh, you know. Available on Google Play. It's not opportunistic. It's, uh. We saw opportunity and we yeah, took it. I mean. You know, it's the right thing to do. And it it's like, uh, it hurts us. So, you know, we're getting punished for it. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Anyway, I uh, I think we should keep going. But, uh, you know, if at some point down the road you have to bow out because the thing is just too, too evil, you know, mm. I'll understand. All right. So, will the boys keep their integrity or will quarantine TV continue? Find out next time on Quarantine TV when it continues inevitably.